0: Because here's what I think men do, or what makes a man different. And I call this the Manhood Pentagon. And this is kind of named after the Pentagon in um, Washington, D.C., of course. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you, because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army,
1: we we salute salute you. you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast, this is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with our producer and co-host, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing awesome, buddy. So, hey, do you got a man law with us today for us I today? I do. When we had our Men in the Arena event, I had a guy come up to me and he was talking to me about, he's writing, He's going to write a book on this. And I said, you got to get this book to me so I can use your man laws. Oh. So, yeah, I was like, so dude, that would be the legit. man law? He, he was actually sitting there and he said, never take the biggest stake when you're at an event. Like, Or if you invite me over to dinner at your house, and uh, if I were to go in line first to grab food, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm taking the biggest chunk of meat, which, you know, would be awesome, but, you know, being as humble as I am, I probably wouldn't do that. So Maybe that's you, his man law? That was his man law, is don't take the biggest chunk of meat. Well, oh, I would change and I, that and say, wait until the very end and go through last. Well, and that's what I was going to say, is usually those of us, like you and I, when we go to events and stuff, we're usually the last guys in line to begin with. So well, you know, not it's, it's, jumping. In there. Not only are you serving the guys in front of you, but but you don't have to worry about your portion size either. Just yeah, do what you it, want. It maybe. is what it is. So hey, I want to talk to you guys today about the meat of the podcast. And this is called the manhood Pentagon. And I've been thinking a lot about a couple things. You know, I wrote a book, The Man Card, five things that separate, five characteristics separating men from boys. Guys, go on and write a positive review on that. We haven't pushed that at all, but uh, go get that co- a book copy and and promote that with uh, your buddies. Uh, it's a great, great resource. We can't keep them off the table at our events. But in that book, I identify five things a man does to keep his man card, he does five things, protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. So these are five things that he does, but I I started thinking about this man in the arena You know, he does those five things, clearly, but who is this guy? You know, what mantles does he naturally carry? What makes him unique from males? What makes him unique from women? What is he naturally drawn to? What does the world of those around him look like because he's in it? Like, what are his innate passions? Who is this mysterious man in the arena, and what does he bring to the table for those who love him, how has he been hardwired by God in his natural state? So, these are things I've been wrestling with. And I love what author Stu Weber wrote years ago. He says this, and I really believe this. We just came off of an event this weekend in Florida. And we, <clears throat> you know, sometimes you'll have speakers and seminar presenters, and they present things that the women could listen to instead of doing things that are unique to men. Weber writes this something that seems to be a frequent trend with Christian books, I would even say events, on manhood is that I Find myself wondering how the principles being taught are truly manly. In other words, and what I mean by this is how do they differ from womanly? Most qualitative attributes presented in books on Christian manhood appear to be also applicable to womanhood. What men are looking for the most, I think, are the things that really identify them as men. That is, what exactly is it that sets them apart from women? So, this is Stu Weber's quote. You know, in other words, if you you know, I, I've read some men, manhood curriculum, and it's like how to study the Bible, how to pray. Well, women are supposed to do that. You know, give me something that's specific and distinct to manhood. So, I want to start off, and I want to state one fact. Here we go. Are you ready, guys? Here it is: men and women. Are different. They are equal yet wonderfully different. Aren't you guys glad? Her innate passions combined with your desires make the most beautiful combination in the universe. The true of you truly complete each other when you are synced in Christian unity. When you experiment life outside of the mainstream media, it becomes clear how different we truly are in form to our beautiful counterparts and in function. Thank God for that. So I've been wrestling with this, guys, like what does a man, who is this guy and how is he unique for women? And I want to warn you, my wife has been a career woman for the last uh, 15 years. Uh, she uh, worked for the government in education uh, for 10 years and most recently she is a flight attendant in the private sector. And so she is a full-time employee employee. Uh, I do most of the cooking in our household because I love to cook. I did that in high school and college, and so I love to cook for her. Uh, she does most of the cleaning, and so we have an egalitarian type of relationship. It just is that way. I lead spiritually. I lead in every area, but we do things equally as far as function in our in our household. So this is the perspective I'm coming from. So I'm not coming from this far perspective where I I work and provide 100% of the income and she just stays at home and you know takes care of the kids type of thing. So our, our relationship is uniquely ours. So I want you to know that because here's what I think men do or what makes a man different. And I call this the manhood Pentagon. And this is kind of named after the Pentagon uh, in um, Washington, D.C., of course. And it has five sides. Each side is symbolic to the five branches of the military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. And so I wanted to start with five things I've identified that make a man different than a woman. First of all, he's a protector and a defender versus her she is a nurturer slash guardian. And again, this is generalization. Generally, a man is a protector defender, and she is a nurturer guardian. Again, they're countering each other. They're, they're coming together in unison. Now, if you don't believe me, if you don't think that's true, look at our bodies. We are bigger. We are stronger physically. We are Our bodies are utilitarian. Look, they look utilitarian. They're built utilitarian. She is built. She is soft. She has big mammary glands to nurse the children. She is soft and cuddly. She, Generally speaking, she is built to nurture. And so this is a major difference between men and women. So I'm a protector defender. That's what a man in the arena looks like. Second thing is I'm a fighter provider. Versus my wife or versus a woman who is naturally a trainer or sustainer. In other words, hey, who's homeschools? Who stays at home and homeschools the kids? You know, I don't know if you know this, guys, but ninety-three women make ninety-three percent the income in America that men make. So they're really catching up. Fifty-seven percent of women now are college grads versus forty-three percent of of men. So there's a there's a a overwhelming majority of or a pretty large majority of women graduating college above the men. They're making about as much as the men, but it's really interesting. Where I live, I live in a community of about forty thousand people. I overwhelmingly meet women and talk to women who would prefer to stay home and nurture and educate and love their kids and nurture and, and build the household. The women are made to take a make the house a home. Men are made to build the house. And so this is what I'm talking about. Generally speaking, women are their desire, they are natural trainers and sustainers where we are natural fighters and providers. The third thing is this. Men are natural pursuers and builders. You might want to throw the word conquerors in there. We are made to conquer, to build, to pursue. Women are nesters. They're beautifiers. Generally speaking, let's look at this. Generally speaking, in the construction industry, you have a overwhelming majority of men. Men. In the interior design industry, you have a huge majority of women. So, because it's natural, it's what we naturally gravitate toward. Men are naturally about building stuff, women are naturally about beautifying stuff or nesting, making things, uh, making your house, guys, a home. I could live in a tent, log cabin, I'd be happy. But my wife wants something beautiful, something that says home. Fourth thing is this. Men are naturally leaders and sacrificers. We are made to lead. We are made to sacrifice. Where a woman is naturally an advisor and a partner. Don't get me wrong. My wife does a lot of advising. I get out in front and lead, but it's her behind me, you know, advising a lot of the way. But what look at look at these look at the movies, guys. If you don't believe me, look at the movies we like. There's a reason why we call them chick flicks. (laughs) Women are drawn to the notebook. They're drawn to certain movies that really bring out this partnership, this romance, this this uh, this getting coming alongside of somebody they love. Where men, our our movies that we naturally are gravitating towards are you know uh, the thirteenth was it Thirteen Hours or Gladiator or Braveheart. You know we're naturally drawn to these movies where these guys sacrifice for something great. I mean I love the Band of Brothers series because it just talks about the tremendous sacrifice. It, it speaks to my my nature as a man, as a leader, as a sacrificer. and the fifth thing is this men are naturally finishers or problem solvers, where a woman is naturally a processor or a multitasker. So she can do a lot of things at one time, where men, we can typically focus on one thing, but we're so good at finishing that one thing. Now, here's an example, guys. How many of your wives have told you at some point in the past, I'm going to tell you something right now, but I want you just to shut up and listen. I don't want you to try to solve my problem. Because men, women acknowledge this, that we are driven to finish and to solve problems where they are driven to process and multitask through problems. It's a beautiful, beautiful combination. But guys, that's what we are as men. Who is that man in the arena? What does he look like? He's a protector defender. He's a fighter provider. He's a pursuer builder. He's a leader-sacrificer. He's a finisher-solver. Guys, you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. We've got some amazing resources to help you on your journey to become your best version. Join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men and get involved with our weekly equipping blast. that goes out to thousands of men around the country. You can do that on our website. Guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember... When a man gets it, everyone wins.